Can you hear me? <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Nick. Hola, Nick! Just wanted to take a few minutes to let you find folks know how you can contact us. You can find us on Twitter at the It's Too Wordy One and on Instagram. Just look for It's Too Wordy. We also have a Discord set up, The Haunted Log. If you like what you hear, maybe considering throwing us some of your spare change. Maybe some of your hard-earned loot. Maybe some stuff you find in your car cushions. Who knows? Anything will go a long way. And you can do that by visiting our Patreon page at Patreon backslash HouseBTS. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of It's Too Wordy, the comic book podcast where three buddies discuss comics from their childhood and today. I'm Kirk. And I'm Nick. Ryan is out on assignment, going to bring us a full report from the Slayer Primus concert tonight. Yep, so he's not going to be here. Nope. So So this week we're going to be discussing Far Sector number one. And for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle knockoffs, the Power Packaderms by Marvel. What'd you think of Far Sector? It was good. It was a good detective story, but what's weird is they they don't even tell you what their names are. Like, does she have a name? I know it's like halfway through. You find out that they call her Lantern. Where is it? Come on. Moeen? M-U-L-L-E-I-N. Right, but I think her first name is Joe. Is it Joe? Because in the back, in the back page, yeah, there's that interview with N.K. Jemison and Jamal Campbell, and they they keep talking about Joe, and it's like if you're going to call her Joe in the interview, you got to do it in the you got to call her Joe in the book in the book because we're not going to know what to call her, right? You know, and she didn't have a name for like the first fifteen pages. Yeah, she was just Lantern. Come with me, Lantern. There's no origin story for her. It was good, and it was a a different take on a planet that we've never seen. Yeah. She's got a cool costume. She does have a cool costume. I liked her costume and I like it. She's got, she's an awesome. She's a cool character. She's a cool character. It's just. But do we need another lantern from Earth? But this is in the future. Is it? Or that's is what it? it? That's what it felt like when I was I reading the book. current day. Is it current day? Uh-huh. Then no, we don't. <laughs> because the, the lanterns are gone. Right? Well, uh, yeah. I guess. And she has a lantern, a ring that doesn't have the same powers. Kyle, like Kyle Rayner had. Kyle's didn't need to be charged. Hers doesn't need to be charged. But apparently there's other powers that this ring is going to have in the coming issues. Yeah. They're not going to tell you what they are. They're like, read the book. It's like, how about you give us a little bit of background on this character? Just give us a little bit. Just, you know. I know it's the first issue. And I don't mind cold opens like this. Yeah. It goes back to Excalibur. Was a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. where Ryan's like, I had no idea what was going on. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I was like, when did Marvel stop doing the little blurb at the beginning, telling you what's going on? Is that a Hickman thing? That now it's part of a secret group that you yeah. have to have read all these books to know. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, they don't even tell you a lot of anything about this book. No, she's just on a planet that has three different species living on it, and they're all super aggressive. But they gain, they turn into Vulcans, effectively. Yep. That they gave up their emotions because they were just going to destroy each other. And somebody gets killed. It's the first time in forever that somebody's somebody been murdered dies, on this planet. And they're investigating it. And they have no 
no forensics units. They never they they have no idea how to handle a murder investigation. Yeah. No, I love the art. The art was amazing. The art was amazing. Like like we said, her costume's awesome. I can't wait to see what else she can do. What'd you think of the Adats? That is the dumbest name for a. Is it A T A T or is it Adat? No, it says in the beginning it's pronounced Adat. I know, I know. and it's like. <laughs> so they're Twitter people, pretty yeah. much. They're living search engines, and that that's probably the lamest part about this book. Yes, I felt that was the lamest part too. And it's like um, that's not going to age very well if we're going to talk about books from our 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 childhood that didn't age very well, well this one's not going to this one's not going to i mean at at i mean the kids are gonna be like oh, that's stupid you it's know star wars when in 15 years yeah. kids are gonna look at this book and be like twitter what was twitter what, was, what the hell yeah i got oh. my google glasses for that yeah pretty much <laughs> google glasses what a joke what a joke <laughs> yeah all in all i think i that's it's a four for me. I mean, the yeah. art was good. The story was good. There was some parts that I didn't like. You know, the not telling. There was a, just a page. Like, not not even a page. It was like a panel on a page showing a creature giving her a ring. And it's not the same lantern ring. Yeah. It's liquid metal, kind of. Because when she touches it, it kind of like symbiotes a little bit. Like, it goes around her finger. We can't get away from those damn symbiotes. We'll talk about that later. I know. <laughs> so what do you think about it? I'm going to give it a four as well. Is it going to be a ongoing series? 12-issue miniseries. 12-issue miniseries? maxi-series, I guess. Okay, well, this got me hooked to at least try out for a little bit to see how it plays out. Yeah. I'll give it a four. So I talked to Ryan before, yeah. and he said that this is what Green Lantern should have been. This is what the Green Lantern, or the... the the Grant Morrison Green Lantern detective procedural book should have been like. Yeah. I haven't read it, so I don't know. But I he said this is what it should have been. He really liked it. so I read one issue, and I'm like, uh, I can't read it. <laughs> yeah. I read issue nine with Green Arrow. It was like a, a breather yeah. book. And I was like, oh, my God. I, I don't want to read this anymore. Maybe it's I'm, I don't want to say I'm not a fan of Grant Morrison. He's just not one of my favorites, I should right. say. It's not that I dislike him, it's just... He's a hard pill to swallow sometimes. Yeah. Like, good God, dude, what are you talking about? Yep. I understand this is going to pop up like in 12 issues from now, but give me something. <laughs> yeah, that... he's he's uh, he's got uh, the foreshadowing like Claremont would do in his books. Mm -hmm. He'd like, put in a little blurb yep. for something that's going to happen way in the future. Yep. And then you're like, well, what was the point of that being in the book? And then, like, 20 issues later, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. so, so, yeah. No, that was... I think I might collect it. Did we get the same? We got two different covers, too. Right. I think this is the first time that I think that the normal cover is better than the variant. I don't yeah. like the variant. It's like, one, it's showing her flying through space with a Green Lantern ring on. Mm -hmm. She doesn't do that at all in this book. So did I get the normal one? Yep. Yes, I did. Okay. If it's only 12 issues, I just read Powers of X and House of Ten, so yeah, I'll go until I can't. That might be a trade purchase for me. The Powers of X? No, both. The, both? This one? Yeah, Powers and of X and probably Far Sector, because... That would probably be easier to read it. Yeah. It might make more sense, so. where I'm not 
a month later, I'm like, oh, Read this is what together. this is what happened. Yeah, that yeah. might be a good way to go. I think yeah. I might do that. So yeah, definitely uh, check it out. It's uh, worth the money. So now we're gonna do the Power Packaderms by Marvel. By Marvel, and this came out in '89. '89. So so right at the bump. Right or like when... the the peak of Ninja Turtles yep. was going off. Yep. This is written by Roger Stern, which is insane. Yep. <laughs> so you got this great writer, and he was must have just been like, here, free reign. Go do whatever you I'm want. I'm bored. Let's do a knockoff yeah. for the month. So he did Power Packaderms, which is the X-Men, and I Electra. guess. And Electra as mutant elephants. Elephants, like, yeah. It's supposed to be a take on the X-Men, is what it is. And... Uh... <sighs> I've had this book since it came out. Yeah. I I couldn't even finish it today. Yeah, it was... I uh, read it last night because I forgot I was supposed to read it again. And I was sitting down and I was like, um, can I just wing it? I don't think so, there's much to talk about this book. No, it's just um, the Wolverine character telling the story of the, the Power Pachyderms. It was funny, though, the beginning where they're... On the train, like their parents are on the train, and it goes through yeah. Gamma Base, pretty and, much. And it had uh, where they were poking fun at Bruce Banner, mm-hmm. except he didn't absorb the gamma rays. He just got fried like you know, like a to- piece of toast. He saw the train coming down the tracks, and he ran out of the Gamma Base when it was about to explode, and yep. the train just goes past him. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I did like Clarinetto. That was quite funny. That was quite clever. Yeah. They tried. They tried but it's still two yeah two. it's a two i mean it's a two if you're looking for a weird ninja turtle knockoff this is this is one of them i mean marvel has never touched these characters ever since then i don't even think they remember them they probably don't they'll probably we'll probably get tweeted we'll get uh, tweeted this week from them yep we forgot all about these guys we'll, we'll put it up we'll be like look what we did yep. we'll be like oh god <laughs> we we were trying to forget about it roger stern just blocks us <laughs> I, I I needed the money. It was a bad time in my life. We're gonna move on to the D-list character, and this week's D-list character is Phantoma. So I'm reading from the League of Regrettable Superheroes. Is what I'm citing. She preceded Wonder Woman by more than a year, and is arguably the first female superhero hero in comic books. But the chances are you've never heard of Phantoma, Mystery Woman of the Jungle. Phantoma appears to share much in common with the other animal-protecting, resource-reserving, leopard-skin-clad jungle queens who followed in the footsteps of Sheena, Queen of the Jungle. What makes Phantoma different from her sorority sisters of the Savannah, however, has a great deal to do with her creator. Okay, so her creator was Fletcher Hanks, and he's a legend... Legendary and notorious figure in Comicdon, having produced the entirety of his strange, alarming, and unpredictable catalog of stories in a brief three-year period. Before vanishing from the medium. I'm just going to skip ahead here. It says, like Hank's other best-remembered creations, creation Stardust the Super Wizard, the essentially all-powerful Phantoma was capable of supernatural acts of bizarre chastisement. Wow, she could chastise you with like the, the best of them, huh? Executed without mercy on plunderers, killers, and would-be tyrants who threatened her domain. She banishes one villain to a dinosaur-populated asteroid, 
transforms a pair of jewel thieves into creatures resembling a cross between grasshoppers and dandelion leaves, and in one spectacular feat demolishes a squadron of military bomber planes and all occupants there within, with uh, living sandstorms and a flying formation of jungle lions. No less shocking was Phantoma's physical transformation. At rest, she appeared as a gorgeous woman with smoky mystery eyes. When angered, however, her skin adopted a sky-blue pallor, and her lovely face burned away to reveal a furious blazing skull. Holy, that would be creepy. (laughs) Yeah. They liked creepy back in the day. When uh, Hanks left the feature halfway through its run, subsequent writers took the opportunity to tone down the character's extravagances. She was quickly reduced from terrifying omnipotent Avenger to the queen of a hidden jungle empire, left to wrestle snakes and panthers with nothing more than her all-too-human cunning and strength, just like all the other girls in the jungle. That's Phantoma in a quick, quick version. Yep. Do you? Yes. Do you? Good. You're married. The quick, quick version. Just go visit Krypton, guys. Yeah, Black Friday sale. Yeah, gonna be they're having that mini con, and then mini con after that. So yeah, just go check it out. Go check it out, guys. All right, so we're gonna move on to everybody's favorite segment, the random reads. I got a question for you. I was listening to the show. Did you alter my voice? <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's awesome. Let's do that every time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was like, did I put an echo in it? Yeah, yeah. That and doesn't. A reverb. I was like, that doesn't sound. Oh, he he messed with it. Awesome. I was yeah. like, that's so cool. All right. So how many you got? Two. I got two. So. All right. You want to go first, or you want me? Sure. To? So we all went down to a comic con this weekend where we could go through a whole bunch of crappy comics and get hundred issues for twenty bucks. Forty bucks. Forty bucks. So of course I filled up my. $40 basket. I spent 40 as well. <laughs> Ryan got 20 So He's the only one who stayed to the budget we all said we yep. were going to do. <laughs> and I picked up Phantomon number two from Chapter House Comics. Good lord, why is it on blue? Nick hates blue too. He hates blue and white and he hates red and white. Hey, red and black. Teal and black. Alright, so this is from 2017 and is written by Ray Fox and uh, Pencils and Art by Sue Lee. This book is pretty cool looking. Never saw it before, so I picked this one up. I, I didn't read issue one, because apparently issue one, why would you have that? <laughs> so, you have issue two. Why do you issue, not have issue one? What can I say about this book? This girl, apparently her brother and sister are missing, or her sisters are missing. She gets the power of Phantoma to avenge them, or go find them. And she must live in, like, a gang territory, because there's a gang that's abducting kids and they're holding them prisoners cops are on the the gang side she doesn't know who to trust and she turns into phantoma and rescues two kids and she's like that's not my brother and sister or my sisters where where are my sisters and like it's just a big whodunit kind of like where are these kids other than that art's cool characters cool kind of cool you should probably check it out i mean not gonna be easy to find yeah i mean i've never seen it is it is it like the uh the character we just described, or is it different? It's a modern retelling of modern her, retelling. Not, not in the jungle. But okay. She does, her face does go away, and she, she turns, turns blue, blue, and she's, she's like, yeah, you ain't chocolate bag. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. There she is. Yeah, it's like a uh, female Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool. And then, I don't know why. Oh, did that come out this week? Mm-hmm. I bought uh, Morbius the Living Vampire number one. The new one. Yeah. Not the old one, but the new one. I don't know. You don't know? It's got your favorite villain in it. Who? The Melter. Nice! So, the Melter... Does he have the Mark 1, 2, 3, or 4 on? This one's on his chest, but he has like a power unit on his So, it's on the his belt. Mark, mark uh, 4. Yep. Well, he's, he's doing um, experiments because he's like, you know, this thing on my chest, yeah, it's got power, but the real power is from within. So, I'm going to create metahumans out of my gang. So, he's doing all these experiments and something attacks and is just going through his, his, his mooks, as he would call them. And it's Morbius. He's like, you've invaded my territory. You've put people out of their homes. You've been committing crimes in my neighborhood. I want you to stop. And he's just ripping through them. And then he leaves and he goes back to his home to experiment on himself again. Because he wants to cure his, his disease. Okay. <laughs> what can I say about this book? Would it be something I would like? Yes. Okay, because I love Morbius. He's uh he's experimenting himself and it doesn't work. And then it, it goes back to the Melter's lair and he's berating his mooks, right? And it looks like Elsa Bloodstone shows up and she's about to go hunt Morbius. So that's where it ends. It's got a cool cover, it's got cool artwork, it's it's a good story. I mean, it's a lot of just Morbius talking about how he could be a better man through it all. Like it's a big philosophy about what makes a man good? So we're getting superhero Morbius, not villain Morbius. For now. For now. Because okay. whatever, I think whatever he injected himself with that he got from the Melter's Lair to experiment on himself, screwed him up. Okay. So it might be turning him back into the rampaging vampire Morbius. I'm going to have to pick that up. It's got a nice butt shot on the cover. Yeah, of course. It's I bought it because it had like the cool wings and it had not, like the Kelly for, Jones kind of style. Not for the butt shot. It was just like, and it, it is funny. It is funny. He it works is a out. funny cover. He works out. He's like, <laughs> check it. I think Bones Captain American, Captain yeah. America's ass is America's ass. Check out mine. <laughs> He's I'm got Transylvania's ass. Right. It was. <laughs> it was cool. I liked it. Awesome. I'll have to pick it up. Yeah. All right. So Ryan recommended and brought over last week shirtless. Bear fighter. Okay. Getting to know Ryan these past so many months and being with him on Sunday, the dude likes some off the wall stuff. I'm not going to lie. This took me about an hour to read, but it was, uh, it made me chuckle. It made me be like, oh, he walks around naked and he's been sworn to protect the forest from anything. His father is a bear. He's a, He's a human who was brought in by bears, and he was raised as a bear. And his father puts him in charge of protecting the forest. Well, the forest gets bought by a toilet paper kingpin, because he wants all the trees for to make his toilet paper. And he recruits his older brother, who doesn't they don't like each other. And it's pretty much the tale of that. And, and can you tell by the pictures you're looking at right now why I couldn't read it at work? Yeah. <laughs> because they make a point when he's a in the beginning he's naked. They make him put on pants halfway through. Right? <laughs> but he's naked in the beginning. I'm like, oh God. It's gonna be one of these books, right? 
and it's then, like Arnie drew it. Yeah, it is. It's like Arnie drew it. But they find the his parents find the baby. Yep, the bear, the bear, the bear jet, the bear plane. Yeah, bear plane. Yeah, and it's a baby with a giant. He's well endowed. It's a baby's arm holding an apple. Is what it is. <laughs> and I'm just yep. like, <laughs> he's got a beard too. Yep, he's got a full beard. I'm, I don't remember. Did he have chest hair? No. Or didn't, he didn't have chest hair, but he had beard. The book was really fun. It took me about an hour to read with a break to, to eat, like lunch. And then I went back and finished it on Saturday. I'm going to give it a four and a half because it was... It, eh, no, I'm going to give it a five. I enjoyed it. I could probably read it again if I needed just something that's totally mindless and I don't have to think about anything and it's got poop humor and fart jokes and stuff in there so it's right up my alley he was right he knew i'd like it so i'll give it a five give it a recommend i'll recommend it and then the second book i picked up i picked up fallen angels number one which is the x book starring psylocke or as she's being called throughout the book quanon and it basically shows how she got turned into who she is how she can't handle living on krakoa because it's too peaceful She's one of those people, she's a warrior, she needs to kill. There's something going on in Japan, it's like a cyber drug. Like you put this, you put this cybernetic on your, your brain, and it amps your adrenaline, and it like gets you high, turns your eyes black, and you can pretty much destroy everything, and it's doing it to kids. It's not doing it to adults, it's doing it to children. Quanon gets worded from her contacts in Japan, and she goes to ask Magneto, if she has permission to go and pursue and investigate. And Magneto's like, no, with Charles's death. And I'm like, what? I thought they couldn't die. There was, like, resurrection protocols. Yeah, wasn't, weren't the X-Men, like, in charge of, like, or can control all life and death now? Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, and it says you should have, it happened in X-Force number one in the little editor's, like, block, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so you're making it to where you have to read every book. For something to happen. And I'm like, I can't do that. I can't spend money on books that I don't like. But she asks for permission. He says no, but he says I can't. He gives her like an out. And he's like, I have a habit of forgetting conversations, right? And he says, go see Sinister. He'll help you go to Japan, right? Sinister's like, you bore me. Keep talking. Don't bore me or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill you, right? And so she tells him about this drug. He can have the the research for it, but he's gonna kill whoever it is peddling it to the to the kids. So she goes she goes to Laura Kinney and says, I need your help. They go to Japan. Laura's like, What are we doing here? Quanta Psylocke makes a weird face and she's like, What's going on? And she recognizes who she recognizes a tattoo on the girl. Because it's the same tattoo she has on her neck. And so she asks a question and she threatens the person that she's going to run her through with her side blade if she doesn't answer. And the coolest part was the two bodyguards with the, the person she's threatening. And Laura just puts out her claws and says, my friend's asking a question. Just stay put. I'm like, that's awesome. You know, and she wants to be part of this team because she doesn't want to be in Logan's shadow anymore. Mm -hmm. And so they go back and... She's talking to Sinister, and she's, he's like, you bore me with these human sad stories and all of this stuff. And she's like, I need to put together, together a team. 
and she gets she goes and talks to Cable and Laura, and they're both part of the team because Laura and Cable are close now. They're like best friends in this book, and she says, "Find some other people that we can trust," and that's where the book ends. Hmm. I'm I'm trying to figure out. I kind of want to see where it goes, but I also don't want to be collecting all these books. Maybe trades. Yeah. Maybe I'll pick up trades. That's a good idea. Or rent them when they come out on trades from the library. Right. I don't understand why they keep killing Charles Xavier, bringing him back to life. This is, what, the eighth time? This is the eighth time. Something like that. It's just, I don't know. I think they just like killing him off. I don't get it. So, he was supposed to have taken over Phantom X's body, but... I don't know if we see his face in X-Force number one. I'm not going to go track it down. Right. I bet it's uh, Evil Reed Richards from the Ultimate Universe. What's his name? The Creator? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. What it could be is the body's dead. He's just hopping to a new host. Well, I did read in... Because he's supposed to back up everybody's memories every five days. So when you die, if you die... You go back five days, and you're, they show the process of how he transfers mm-hmm. using Cerebro transferring their memories back into this new clone body. Okay. And they said they had like eight clones of Professor X, like on standby. Mm-hmm. Like they can just put them in another one. So I don't know what they're playing at here, and quite frankly, I'm really tired of trying to track them down. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'll just talk myself out of buying that one. All right. So it's going to be Marauders and Excalibur, probably. Yeah. So. We'll see how Excalibur 2 is. Yep. It comes out this Wednesday. Yep. The other thing I was going to talk about is this afternoon we got, we had a nice little conversation with Don Chin for like five minutes. Yeah. How did that go? I, uh, I was shocked because I was like, Don Chin, who's Don Chin, right? Not thinking about his book. Mm-hmm. And so I went in and I'm like, okay, blah, blah, blah. And at the end it says creator of adolescent radioactive black belt hamsters. And I'm like, awesome. So I'm like, he's like, he sent us a meme and it said, hello there with a waving hamster. And he's like, where can I listen to it? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So you can, so I did the thing. You can go Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. Podbean, just YouTube. I didn't put YouTube. I forgot to put YouTube. It's not on YouTube. It's not oh. on YouTube. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it it's is on YouTube. Everything else isn't. Everything else isn't. But that they changed is. their policy. Did they? Now I can only update one or upload one episode per week to YouTube. Screw YouTube, man. So I can't. I can't put everything up. So that's why it's only it's too wordy that's going in there. Okay, Twitch is better anyway. And then he tagged like a bunch of his friends, so we gained like three followers this week. This today, just today. So I just wanted to give a shout out and say thank you for the nice little short conversation, Don. Yeah, that was nice. This afternoon, that was awesome. The last thing I'm going to talk about is The Mandalorian, episode one. Okay. What'd you think, Nick? Okay, so I used to be a giant Star Wars fanboy. I still am. And I'm watching it, and I'm just like, okay, is this just going to be a series of nods to A New Hope? Empire, and Return of the Jedi. Is that what you got out of it? I got a lot of that out of it. You know what I got out of it? Huh. Kung Fu. Yes. 
Okay. That's yeah. why I was enjoying it. I'm like, this like, reminds me of Kung Fu. I, I really liked it. Yeah. But I was like, okay, so they're going to put that guy in there. And mm. He's from blah, blah, blah. They're going to put that that guy, you know. Yeah. Where Where's the doctor and prune face or whatever his name was. Yeah. Wal- t- t- walrus face. Yeah. I right. see what you're saying. Right. Like where. <laughs> like, yeah. But no, I I liked it. I thought it was really cool. Um, he was a total badass. He is, and and, it's, and I liked how they opened it with that. Yeah, they didn't waste in any time. No, building to him being a badass. But it would be nice, like you were saying before. Where the hell are they? Yeah, where? What planets what? are they on? Where? Okay, so, <laughs> and it's gonna be that that whole thing. Like, okay, where where was all those Mandalorians? Are they on Mandalore, or were they on a different planet? He walked into a, a hovel, like a little, a little house. Yeah, on that one planet, and it was full of Mandos. Yeah, and it's like where were they? Where, what planet were they on? What are they? Where are they? I thought they were on Tatooine, but it didn't really look like Tatooine. No, it's like I don't know, just another desert planet. Like they went to a desert planet, they went to an ice planet. Now that was the, now, that was now the they're going to go to, to they're going to go to a bed. Uh, Jungle planet. Jungle planet. Yeah, it, I see what you're saying about nodding to. Just wait till they show up on Yavin Four, and then they meet yeah. the the ghost of Exar Kun. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm excited because uh, yeah, I like Nick Nolte's character. I have spoken. Fez. Fez. Good day. Good I said day. good day. I said good day, sir. <laughs> yeah. I have spoken. But episode two is really good. Yeah. I'm not gonna give anything away. It yeah. sucks that we blew through those two episodes because now I have to wait till Friday to to see because they're going to release an episode every Friday. Yeah, is there? I looked up the release schedule, and I'm like, okay, cool. The other thing I'm excited for is the Ewan McGregor Obi Wan show. Mm-hmm. If the trailer I saw is not, it's, it's not real. That's not fanfic. That's fanfic. God yes, that damn is it, fanfic. I was like, that excites me. If that's the that's a Ewan McGregor movie about him being stuck in the desert. Yeah, I was yep. like, "It's like, damn it!" So, yeah, I hate that that I got caught up in it. It was amazing. Like, it was amazing, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" But fake. But fake. Yep. So hopefully it's good. If they do something like that, if they do a, something like that, that would be, be good. awesome. It would be awesome. So instead of two and a half hours of him just using binoculars, sitting outside of Luke's moisture farm, just watching him. Yeah. What was the I read the book Kenobi, and it was by J. Scott, uh, not J. Scott, um, really good, it's one of the main authors. Not Kevin J. Anderson. Kevin J. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He's one of the new ones. He's, He's one of the new ones. They didn't get the old ones back, right? Cause it's a Legends book. Okay. But it it's really R. A. good. R.A. Salvatore? No, it was an R.A. Salvatore. I don't remember. But Kevin Alston? No. But anyway, it was really good, and the book centered on how he was trying to hide, but he kept having to help people. Yeah. And his powers kept, he kept having to use his lightsaber, and he gets, he takes in this family, and he gets them free from their their life and sends them off. He sets them up, sets the family up on uh, some rich planet, and the kid get, the two kids get like a big good education and all this stuff. And But it was a really good book. Kind of a Star Wars rant, but we don't have Ryan here, right? So 
No, I'm just hoping it's good. Yeah. Everything I've seen on Disney Plus so far, I've enjoyed. I'm hoping that the Marvel series are just as good. Yeah, I agree. We'll see. I don't think they're going to be paying a million dollars per episode for Marvel. One. Yeah, the only thing is, is that I really want the Moon Knight show to be good, but yep. if they're not going to be violent. Well, Mandalorian was violent. How many guys got killed in that first episode? Yeah, the guy got chopped in half, in half, but they didn't show. Right. Which is fine. Which is fine. You don't have to show it. No. She-Hulk's going to be the same way. Yeah. You know, she's going to be fully dressed yep. the whole time. She's going to be wearing, like, a suit. Yep. <laughs> Are they focusing on the lawyer side of it? I don't know. It'd be funny if they did. Do, like, an L.A. Law style. If they did a funny She-Hulk show, it'd yeah. be great. It'd Just, be like, awesome. totally off-the-wall goofy. Great. Yeah. So, yep, first weekend of Disney Plus, it took me, you saying that you guys got it for free, not gonna lie, I was a little envious. Could've came over and watched it. So. That's it, what I was waiting for, and then you were like, have you watched it yet? And I'm like, no, it's pretty good. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's pretty good. I'm sitting over here by myself, <laughs> can't watch it because Sonya's doing something else, and I'm like, I have nothing to watch. I. He's like, oh yeah, wait for me, and we'll watch it together. Well, and I then didn't they go think- and watch it. Well, I didn't think your sister would allow me to get it right away, and she fell in love with it more than I did. I didn't think she would let me get it like that this, the opening week. I thought I was going to have to wait a little while, and she's like, no, let's do it. And to everybody out there who complains about the, the UI being clunky, have you tried Hulu lately? That is a clunky UI. I had no problems with the UI. No. And I didn't have any problems with buffering. So if you have problems with buffering, it's your internet. It's, it's not, your internet. It's not the... It's, it's not, not the, Disney. It's not Disney. And it's, All right. So you got anything you want to talk about? I did. Oh. Yeah. Thor number one. Oh. Guess what? Uh, it's your favorite thing. Uh, the thing you hate so much about... You love Donnie Cates, but you hate, hate this about him. I hate him. But the one thing I hate about him, he's doing the Thor. Guess who might be the main villain in his Thor run? God damn it, Donnie Cates. No. No. In Thor. Come on, man. So I I saw that today and I had to send that to you. I know, I saw it. I was like, how come he hasn't shown up in Guardians yet? You're doing Church of Truth and the Guardians and Magus. He's too busy fighting Silver Surfer and now Thor. Come on, Donnie Cates. So... He's just going to put I know you love, in everything. I know you love Venom, and I know you love the symbiotes, but come on, man. Uh, I will give some advice. Mm. You might want to knock that off. before. Not you. But oh, Donnie. I thought you were talking like, to me. I was no, like, what did I say? No, like, <laughs> like Donnie, he's, if he keeps doing this Venom he's thing gonna get, over and over he's gonna, and over. He's going to get. He's going to be known as the guy who writes Venom stories. Or... I'm so sick of Donny Cates and his Venom stories. That's yeah. what might be happening. Because I'm about there. Like, I'm not going to buy Thor if Nola's in it. Mm-mm. I stopped buying Black uh, Silver Surfer Black because I'm sick of Noel. I had to finish I'm, that one because I'm a completionist. Couldn't finish Maximum Carnage or Absolute Carnage or Carnage Absolute Maximum Overdrive, whatever they're going to yeah. call it. I think you would like the Guardians run. I can give you the first 11 issues to read. Um, if you have time. No, I don't have time. <laughs> I, re- I read the issues today in before recording yeah, for the last week. I know. So, But he he does um, 
Rocket's dying because of, of his the way he was experimented on. And Star-Lord's dad has taken over the Church of Truth. Jason? Yeah, he's... Of Star... He's, he's, yeah, Star... Box? Yeah, whatever. Starpox? Smallpox? Yeah, smallpox. <laughs> but, yeah, he's taken over the Universal Church of Truth. Okay. And I've been enjoying it. It's like I t- was telling you earlier, it's the only book that I've kept up on every yeah. issue, every month. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed it that much. Cool. But And that's Donnie Cates yeah. without writing the symbiotes. Well, so that's good. The symbiotes already showed up in Guardians of the Galaxy before. They'll probably show up again. They will. And they'll be like, probably, "This is why uh, Star Lord has a new suit." That's <laughs> probably when I'll stop reading. This is the Venom suit. Yeah, that's when I'll probably stop reading. Yeah. So, anything else? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. I don't have anything else. Nope. I just wanted to talk Star Wars a little bit since Ryan wasn't here. Right. So, well, all right. If you like this show, go ahead and uh, review it on wherever you find your podcasts. Um, tell your friends because it's crazy to watch this show grow. Like yep. seeing every country that listens to us, yep. like Poland, uh, Germany, yep. Chile, yep. Um, Brazil. We had one. We have some in Japan. We have listeners in just... Insane. It's kind of fun like to see New where, Zealand and I think we were in uh Vietnam um, in Indonesia area. We got once. one in Nigeria, which was pretty cool. I was like, What? What? Really? Like and if you're in the United States, we're missing four states. Yes, we are. <laughs> um we've hit every state except for four. Just tweet us out or something like that. Just just spread the word. Um, we just want one one download in all fifty states right. is what we want. I don't know. It's really fun doing this. Yeah. And it's really fun to look at the stats. It is. It's crazy when you watch. And we, met, we met the Paranormal Dads. Uh, right. Eddie from we, Paranormal Dads. Yep. And we told him we're on issue number... 35. This, this is 36 right this now. This will be 36. And he's like, wow, you guys are rocking it. And I'm like... They're on like 35. Yeah. We... uh, Yeah. So if you got, like, like Paranormal Stories, go check out yeah. the Paranormal Dads. Yeah, check out the Paranormal Dads. They have an awesome logo. Have you seen their logo? I haven't seen their logo. Oh, my God. Like I am in love with their whoever designed their logo. Yeah, but um, but you know it's fun getting to meet these other people who do podcasts. Like yeah. we, I they liked our stuff. I haven't really talked to them yet, but the Gospel of Comics, those guys, they they liked and started following us. Yeah, you know, so it's kind of fun that we're like, oh, we don't want to do a comic book uh, show, right? There's so many comic book shows there. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, it, it took me a long time to talk Nick into doing it. I have it, a personal bias against comic book shows. Yeah, I, I had a, it took me a long time to talk him into it. <laughs> um, what's good about us doing ours mm-hmm. is we're we're not um, going to only do small print hoity-toity yeah. comics. We're not doing or, hipster comics. Yeah. Um, I only read Alan Moore. Yeah, yeah. You know what Alan Moore can do? <laughs> we, and... We we read different stuff. We give we all have different links. We give everything a chance. Um, yeah, there's some stuff when Ryan says we're gonna do this, and I'm like, do what? Do what? Okay. And then this whole summer with the powers of ten and House of Ten, House of X, I was like, we're not even. Uh, that's why I did most of the reviews on it because I was like, we did a uh, we did do a couple of our, we did you we and I did, but yeah. I wasn't gonna make Ryan do it because. No. 
But yeah, he introduced us to like Farmhand. Farmhand and, and Oberon. Oberon. So, and he got me into Battle Pug. Yep. Which number three came out this week. I haven't read it yet, but. So it's, this is, we all have different tastes and we all have different likes. And, and we try not to do all one company. Right. We we don't get stuck in, you know, we do sometimes where we do a lot of Marvel and DC. But I think we're going to try to, fo- I think we should try to focus on doing more of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. As I'm trying to do like an Just, IDW and a Dark yep, Horse yep. along with the other ones. I, I I was looking for something and I just couldn't find anything this week. I was like, I can't find anything. I wanted to save my money for the Comic Con. So did I. So I, I wasn't going to blow 36 bucks on no. comics that no, I could buy four I, or I, I could I, buy 100 of them. I'm, I'm 62 issues away from having the entire first volume of Alpha Flight. And I picked all of it up in one weekend. Yep. So... It's- for twenty bucks. For twenty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, I this is I don't want to say this too bad. I I enjoy doing this show every week. This yep. is this is the one I look forward to the most. Is it? It is. Okay. Because I get to talk, <laughs> and I'm not getting run over. <laughs> yeah. But I love Ghostbusters. It's fun to just cut loose and not have to. I like the the improv and thinking on my feet and all of that. Yeah. But it's also fun that I sit down with three of my friends and I get to talk about something that I've loved since I was a kid. Yeah. It's it's that's more why I look forward to it every week. Yeah, it took me a long time to want to do this. Yeah, it did. Like long time. Uh, like we were talking about this seven, about a year before we started yeah, this. It was like I was like, okay, man, we need to do a comic book. I was talking to Ryan for like. When we started buying equipment. Yeah. And I was like, you want to do this? He's like, no. <laughs> like, well. And then. And then I'm like, we need to do a comic book show, Nick. And he, you'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Okay. And then I was There's like. There's like 8 million of them. And then like for like 12, almost 12 months, I'm like, we got to do this podcast. We got to do it. We got to do it. Come on, man. Yeah. We can set ground rules that we're not going to be. Let's not be elitist pricks. But only pick pick on each other. Don't pick on anybody else. <laughs> right. You know. If you don't like the book, it's, you know. That's weird. That's the, that happens down here. You hear the door? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I enjoy it. And I'm glad that I got you talked into it. Yeah. And I'm glad we got Ryan talked into it because he's. I'm glad he's. He's a natural at it. He's uh, comfortable now yeah. doing it. So, Yep. We're not going to put... We don't pick fun at... We, we do pick fun at each other, but it's not... Yeah, we're not going to... Oh, you're stupid for rating this up. Right. Why didn't you like the book? And I noticed that in the Excalibur one. Mm-hmm. I was getting upset. Yeah. And I could hear it in my voice. I know. I could hear it. And I'm I like, know. why did I get upset? Why did I get upset? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's no reason why I should have been getting aggravated. No, we 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 kind of knew. <laughs> it was just like, but you could even when I was bitching about Psylocke's like sword, Ryan was like, "God again!" <laughs> like, no, it's pink. Yeah. It's pink. Yeah. It's not Excalibur. And it's I was not. Try- I was trying to come across as funny, and it came across as I was angry. <laughs> and it, that's there's, I don't know why I was. Yeah, it's not a big deal. 
that's kind of nice, though. You know, yeah. you care about what you talk about. Yeah. So. All right. And so, Slylock's always been one of my favorite characters. Yeah. You know, even Betsy Braddock. But, okay. Did we fill enough time? We filled enough time. All right. I don't know how much of this is going to hit air, but. That's okay. We'll, we'll see what it does. We hit an hour last week. I was like, wow. Yeah. So. <laughs> 30 minute episodes sometimes. Yep. So. We did eight books in 30 minutes. That's what we should call this. Eight books. In 30 80 minutes. books in 30 minutes, guys. Yeah, this one's crap. Yep, this one's crap. Like crap. my glow review last week. Yeah. That book was so bad. <laughs> I love this show, but that book was so bad. Kind of want to read it, just see what it's like. Because they keep bringing them out. I'm like, who buys these? Yeah. Who buys glow? And, and it says it's mature. There's nothing mature about it. <laughs> There's no bad language. There's no sex. There's no nudity. Okay, you want to talk about ratings? Mm-hmm. Halloween, Sophie and I are watching The Wolfman on AMC. Okay. Do you want to guess what AMC rated The Wolfman? G. From 1939 or whatever it was? R? M. What? Mature. We've watched The Wolfman. They watched, they rated The Wolfman M for mature. For violence and supernatural horror or something like that. And it's like. That's, that's tame to yeah. what some of the stuff I've seen. It's just like, oh my god. You guys. So, <laughs> that's all we got this week. We appreciate everybody who listens, and so have fun, read more comics, and we'll see you next week. It's been Kirk. And Nick. Bye, Bye. guys.
の階段に足をかけたのなら風を感じて